Hello and welcome to Stages with Ola Jackson. This is the podcast for the 40 plus woman who says, I'm not done yet. We started this podcast because very seldom do we see middle-aged women who are showcased for continuing on and doing great things beyond 40 and 40, 50, and 60 as I will become. So when I came across this dynamic woman on LinkedIn, I very seldom watch a whole video, but her video had me captivated as she was talking about just deciding to leave her job. I'm like, oh my God, yes, she did say that. And her name is Deidre Welcome, and she is a learning strategist, instructional designer, an author and the facilitator and the president of Concerning Learning in Washington, D.C. Welcome. It is so nice to meet you. Thank you. Nice to meet you, too. And thank you for your kind words. <laughs> oh, you are, if you can keep my attention, because I'm usually, hey, I, you get about a minute on a video <laughs> with me, okay? But you just told your story, and I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not getting up out of this <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I was wondering if it was too long. Like once I started talking, it was just hard for me to stop. And I just had so much to share. So I said, nobody's going to listen to this long video, but I said, <laughs> I'm going to put it out there anyway. It'll help somebody. Well, the thing about it, because it resonated with so many people, as you talked about, you know, how you felt about being at work and you were just, you wanted to move on. So give us an idea Give the listeners the same thing that you were saying, just the overall, where you were coming from with this. Okay, so I was in the federal government for 27 years. Um, 20 of those 27 years was probably filled with um, despair, mm. depression, wow. um, unhappiness, mm. and I just kept pushing and pushing, trying to make it work for my family and you know, we made decisions based mm -hmm. on the two family incomes. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I needed to stay in the business, you know, in the government mm -hmm. for as long as I did. So people say, well, why did you stay so long? Well, that's why I stayed. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of figured early on in my career that it probably was not a great fit um, with my values and, and who I am as a person. However, um, I had several mini leaps before I took the big leap. Okay. Um, one of which was starting my business in 2011. So it was just, um, just, I was pushed to do something different mm -hmm. because of how I was feeling. I wasn't fulfilled mm -hmm. and I just was unhappy. Was there one thing that even though you were happy over a period of time, was there one thing that said, this is it? <laughs> <laughs> actually there were probably several things okay. that said that I probably said that um like I said when I started the business I I wasn't being developed at work and okay. I said you know I've come too far to allow other people to dictate to me how I develop and who I okay. become in my career so at that point I took charge of my development I'm going to get my certification and I'm going to start this business so I never really had the the desire to be an entrepreneur. I was perfectly mm -hmm. fine in my, as they say, good government job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but it just wasn't, I got to a point where I just couldn't, it wasn't, I wasn't happy. So I said, I'll start the business. Let me develop. 
And then over time, certain things would just, you know, really get to me. And I had some really, really low moments where I was, you know, walking down the street to the office and crying, you know, okay. just, just mm-hmm. depressed, trying to pull myself out of bed just to get there. And, um, I, I would always, you know, I was one that always said that you can't complain about something unless you're trying to do something about your right. situation. So I tried, I would apply for jobs. And for once in my career, at that point, I probably was in for about um, maybe 15 or so years. Mm-hmm. I felt stuck and trapped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's when, you know, okay, I'm going to create this business where I have autonomy over something. And it was inactive for about a, a year and a half. Oh, wow, okay. I just had an LLC and a domain and uh-huh. I said, but it's mine. Uh-huh. And so I just grew it over time and went to different places. And then that last, that last place that I was at, it was, they were, trying to take my intellectual property Mm -hmm. and I thought I was bringing it into the to the office because I was helping people and I did it for my clients before so I felt like I owned it Mm -hmm. but you know the attorney my attorney said no um you could you know parts of it you can keep and I said I can't do this anymore this is it I put that is mine it came from my head I created it from scratch and nobody is going to take this from me so I you know packed up my stuff on my desk put Uh it in a closet Uh and said uh, I needed to look like I'm leaving (laughs) and I was out for a month and a half on sick leave couldn't get out of bed just The only thing that got me out of bed was I had a client deliverable that had to be done. Mm-hmm. So I would get out of bed about 12 o'clock, do my work. And I just the, went to the therapist and she said, you're going to have to do something different. Mm-hmm. This is not working. My goal was to make it until my daughter graduated from high school. She said, you're not going to make it. Wow. And at that point, I came back, talked to my husband and said, we have a choice to make either I'll be here or you all will have my insurance because I won't be here because I cannot do this anymore. And he was like, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) Because he had been there for the years that I had gone through and I would pull myself Mm -hmm. up and go to a different agency and then something else would happen. And then I would pull myself up and go somewhere else and he just saw that I, she really just can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So the business was thriving. I was able to not have a steady paycheck for mm-hmm. six months, living off of what I had done with my clients. Mm-hmm. And, um, and here I am. That was oh, wow. 2018 and, and here it is 2020. And I think that's why people connect with what you were saying, because they too feel stuck and trapped and just the agony of going to a place that just sucks the air out of your body and just the breath out of your soul. And I just think people were like, oh my God, she's talking to me. Because I had a job one time where I went to lunch and that was, oh my goodness, about 25 years ago. I called the longest lunch, never went back. I went mm-hmm. to lunch and just kept walking. I just could not take it because there's so much agony mm-hmm. in living your life every day doing something that you hate. And so hearing you say how, tell that story, it was just, 
mesmerizing in the fact that you said you had several little um as you were trying to leave you had a plan at least yes yes i knew when i started my business that was going to be my exit strategy i didn't okay. know when but i knew that that was going to be able that's what i was going to have um i thought i was going to just retire early and mm -hmm. and i would still you know be working in my business but it didn't work out that way. Wow. I still had 11 more years before I could retire. Oh my gosh. And I knew I had already put in 27. I knew <sighs> I was not going to make it another 11 years. So wow. I resigned. I just walked away. And a lot of folks don't have an exit strategy, but I can just tell that you, the difference in how you probably feel now physically and emotionally to have that offer you, it must have been like, oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, yes. I had people tell me even now that I even look different, mm -hmm. that I have a glow, that, you know, I can tell that you're happy. Those people that saw me come in every day. Mm -hmm. um, I had one of my friend's daughter, she looked at a picture of me while I was still, you know, working in the government. Mm -hmm. And she said, who is this lady? She just doesn't look happy. Yeah. And I was like, this, she doesn't know me, you know, from, from anybody <laughs> on the street. And I, now when she saw my picture after I left, she said, okay, she looks happy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's wow. Just, it is such a relief. I, I feel like, um, I thought I was living before, mm -hmm. but I was really just surviving and coping. And I really started living when I left. And there's something to the, the words that you are using to describe like despair, depression, unhappy, just surviving, coping, feeling stuck, feeling trapped, just that whole mindset of where you were in that place until you decided that you have to take the risk and make the sacrifices for your own well-being. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is the advice that I tell people. Um, don't wait until that day when right. you just had enough. Make sure you start planning your exit strategy when you're happy. Right. Oh, okay. Because you never know at what point it may change. And oh, you'll sure. always have a plan mm -hmm. to get, you know, you'll have something that works towards your, your passion and your purpose. So what did your business do specifically? Um, so I, I do training consulting. Mm -hmm. So I design, develop and deliver training, extraordinary learning strategies for organizations, individuals, whether they're nonprofit government, I actually have some government contracts oh, wow. now, um, places that I used to work. Now I come back as a contractor. Wow. Um, so I, I help the organizations perform better. Mm -hmm. um, get to the root causes of what's going on in their organization. So some people, uh, you know, approach me and say, my, my organization, we need team building. Our mm -hmm. teams aren't getting along. Mm -hmm. And I'll ask them questions and do analysis to find out what's really going on beneath the surface so that they're not just spending money on training that's not going to solve their right. organizational problem. A deeper issue. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, are you writing a book? 
No, I have, I wrote a book called Don't Get Left Behind. Mm -hmm. And it's more of a training, uh, more of a learning journal. Mm -hmm. So it helps people to really reset their minds on how they approach learning and make it a part of their everyday activity. Mm -hmm. So it, it makes them to, to sit down every day, 10, 15 minutes and reflect on what they've learned and what they need to learn going forward. Now, since we talked to a lot of people who are over or 40 plus, was age an issue that you ever think, oh, I'm, I'm too old, I can't just start something now, or, you know, I need this, so they got the 401k. Was age ever a factor? No. Um, as I stated, I started seven years prior to me leaving. Mm -hmm. So age wasn't a factor. It was more of my health. Right, and probably. I didn't want to, you know, life is too short to be unhappy. Every oh my God, that, that is just, you know, as I turn 60, that is one of the things as I reflect and assess, life is too short to be unhappy. Granted, there are some things in your life you're going to have to do, mm -hmm. but you got to figure a way out of that trap. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now I only, I just told my husband um, yesterday, I said, you know, now I only do those things that there's there's certain things that we're responsible for and we're obligated to do mm -hmm. but if it's something that i just don't want to do i'm not doing it i no longer i choose my clients mm -hmm. you know if there's somebody that i don't think is a good fit then maybe we shouldn't work together or mm -hmm. i'll refer them to someone else so you know i i have more autonomy i own my day i determine yes. what i work on mm -hmm. and i don't have to ask permission to do quality work like i did before that is awesome. I mean, just seeing that, because we're all about transformations, and that's certainly one, because I don't consider us aging, I consider us evolving, mm -hmm. and that's making a decision, of what, are, what is your new next? Absolutely. And your new next was that you're going to take control of your life and teach others how to do it as well, and through your experience, it's just a perfect example, because like I said, there are so many women who you are just talking to them. I know people who had jobs where they asked, please give me a demotion because I cannot take yes. this job. You have, you have more people on anxiety medication, mm -hmm. more people depressed. I posted something on LinkedIn yesterday about a woman who, um, she tried to commit suicide mm -hmm. to her job. So she, she too quit her job and started the business. Yep. It was a high powered, uh, well-paying position and she was so stressed out that it just was almost took her life just trying to make somebody happy and the thing about it when we go to college we're taught to be in that mode yes yes that is true that is true and and I you know I support anybody who is, you know, the reason why I started Leap from nine to five, which is workshops and coaching mm -hmm. is because when I share my story, so many people reach out to me and say, I'm going through the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't think anybody really understood. And so I help them plan their exit strategy. I help them get in touch with what is your true passion? Mm -hmm. What are those things? What skills do you need? 
What do you need to start preparing for now before you get to the end of your rope? You don't want to start your business while you're at the end of your rope. You need to start it before Mm -hmm. so that you have something that will sustain you while you transition. Oh, sure. And that is why when when we talk to women, a lot of people say, why don't you address women 50 plus? I always say, you know what? I want to grab that woman at 40 because mm-hmm. so that she won't get to 50 mm-hmm. and start saying, oh my God, <laughs> what, yep. what am I going to do? Because when you're younger, you think you're going to be young forever. Yes. And you're not thinking about the things that you need to be thinking about to prepare Absolutely. you for the rest of your life. And at that point, it's, it's harder. So it's about taking these women in their 40s and nurturing them and help them to clearly understand that you better take life serious yes. because you can't look back and change it. Absolutely. Absolutely. There was nothing more heartbreaking than when I was, I was um, two, two positions before I left. I was talking to an older lady and, you know, you have the workplace moms. Mm-hmm. And she said, I told her, I said, you know, I'm not retiring in the government. I'm leaving. I, she said, well, good for you because you have something that you can do. And that just broke my heart. Wow. I'm like, you can do stuff too. What are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. Put your energy in that. You're never too old to reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. You're never too old for that. And it's always time for you to get close to your passion. So oh, sure. Yeah. So, but I love the fact that you're, you know, start young, start thinking about your future when you are in your thirties, in your forties, mm-hmm. what skills, because I didn't just develop the skills, um, in my forties. I already was built. I built my skills from twenties on up mm-hmm. so that I had something that I could do. I had the skill set that I could take outside of the workplace. And women have to understand that they have to nurture the process because it's not overnight in this micro society, microwave society that we live in. Mm-hmm. You have to nurture the evolving woman exactly. in you. When I stopped publishing my hard copy magazine, after having this big celebration of 25 years at the time, I said, okay, what am I going to do now? Until I realized that the people who I started that magazine out with, they were aging Mm -hmm. and they had questions and they had stories, but seldom a platform for the woman who says, well, what what about me? Because we're thrown away as we age, but yet Mm -hmm. we still buy products. We still, like, like me, I work out five days a week, but yet there wasn't anybody addressing me. So I had to make that transformation in my business to address those women. And like I said, when I saw you on LinkedIn, I just kind of couldn't put my tea up there and said, let me sit here and listen <laughs> to her because you were telling it how to, I was like, oh, I've got to have her share her story. But as we wrap up, I want you to tell us how can we reach you with your um, email or however uh, contact information you have? Absolutely. So anybody who is interested in in finding help or looking for help or working in a group to take the leap in or a series of mini leaps, you can find me at leap to nine to five dot com. Okay. And also, um, so that's just a part of my business. So the the big website is rescue my Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'll post that as we, um, 
post this. Okay. Well, I'm going to thank you so much. I was very impressed with you. And I hope that at some point that we will certainly stay connected because we certainly have that same mission of empowering women to take that leap and make that transformation. Absolutely. I appreciate you reaching out to me <laughs> and giving me feedback that at least my story touched you and and hopefully it will touch others so i appreciate it and i'm looking forward to learning from you and and you inspire me as well oh thank you <laughs> and thank our listeners and i will see you all at our next taping bye-bye bye-bye thank you for joining us if you want to hear more of our shows just Google Stages with Ola Jackson and you will see all of the platforms that we air on.